Please be seated. So you may have noticed in the collect for today, it gave thanks for the life of Nicholas Ferrer and his household. And so he is observed in our calendar of holy people, largely not just because of what he did, but because of his household. <laughs> um, but he's the one, he's the name we have, the name that we know. Um, and he was a man who lived in the late 16th and early 17th centuries in England. Um, and he was a failed investor in the London, Virginia company. <laughs> Couldn't make money as a colonialist, oops. Um, and then he was, a, he was briefly in Parliament, but ultimately he and his family bought an estate in Little Gidding, Italy, and formed a religious household, a religious community in which they gathered and prayed. So, so one member of the household was always in prayer. They, they fixed up a chapel, and so one person was always there praying. They prayed through the Psalter daily. So imagine praying the Psalter every day. You know, the 30-day Psalter makes sense, but every single day, all 150 psalms. And they created a household that cared for and educated the people in the neighborhood, and so cared for children. And, and that went on. The community lasted, it sounds like, for about 20 years or so, until he died and then his, his, when his siblings died. And so it's interesting that you know, he's known really for, for his relationships with others more than necessarily for his piety himself. Um, and that for Nicholas Ferrer, the charism is, is how do you gather people into Christian community in authentic ways, in a particular time and in a particular place? Like I said, this community lasted for about 20 years, and there were repeated attempts to restart it including one in the 20th century that also lasted for about 20 years, but there seems to be no way to just kind of recreate that old thing, that, that there's a particular charism for the time and place in which you can do this now and this other thing at another time. And the other sort of thing that Nicholas Ferrer is known for is one of the things that that community did was they published things. They became bookbinders. And so he was the publisher of George Herbert's poems. So in some sense, again, it's a relational thing. The reason that we know Nicholas, the reason that we have George Herbert <laughs> is because we had Nicholas Ferrer. And on George Herbert's deathbed, he gave a collection of his poems to Nicholas Ferrer and said, basically, if these are any good, publish them. <laughs> Well, that collection of George Herbert poems is the one with all of the poems you know of George Herbert. <laughs> so, Come My Way, My Truth, My Life, that's in there. Um, you know, if you, it's a hundred or so poems. I mean, it's, it's a large number, so there, there are probably some poems you don't know of George Herbert's, but it seems like all of the famous ones are in that. And so this gift of relationship that he had with George Herbert allowed Herbert to entrust his work to him, and Nicholas Ferrer had the insight and the love and the skill and the wisdom to know that that, that was a book that should be shared, and that that was for the upbuilding of the community, just like the relationships of prayer and, re and the religious life that his household had. And so um, the, the book itself has a title that's... Um, because of the modern 
understanding of the meaning of words that has changed over the last 400 years is now a title that I don't feel comfortable saying in church. But if you'd like to know what it is, I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> but, but I do want to close by reading one of my favorite George Herbert poems that was in that volume. Because when I realized that Nicholas Herbert, that, Nic, that, that Nicholas Ferrer is the reason that we have my favorite George Herbert poem, I was like, oh, well, thank you, Nicholas Ferrer. <laughs> and that poem is Love Bad Me Welcome, and it's a Eucharistic poem. Love bade me welcome, yet my soul drew back, guilty of dust and sin. From my first entrance in drew nearer to me, sweetly questioning if I lacked anything. A guest, I answered, worthy to be here. Love said, you shall be he. I, the unkind, ungrateful, ah, my dear, I cannot look on thee. Love took my hand and smiling did reply, who made the eyes but I? Truth, Lord, but I have marred them. Let my shame go where it doth deserve. And know you not, says love, who bore the blame? My dear, then I will serve. You must sit down, says love, and taste my meat. So I did sit and eat. <laughs>